feature presentation. Welcome back to Road Trip Cinema, where today we will be discussing Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the fourth adventure in the Indiana Jones franchise. I'm Syed. Syed. I like that you spice it up every Syed. once in a while. I'm going to actually cut my last name there. I don't know why I threw that out there. <laughs> Alright, sorry. <clears throat> and I am the constant cinematic adventurer, John Rhodes. Do you think people are going to get tired of hearing that for five weeks now? <laughs> five five weeks in a row? <laughs> Maybe. So, speaking of five weeks in a row, I'm just, let's get to the fucking numbers and just get them done with. <laughs> if, you know, for once, it's weird. For once, this is the, the fifth one we're doing, releasing, right? We're doing five and then one, two, three, four. Yep. Uh, this is actually, normally we record all of these shorter ones before the film on the way up to the theater. But we kind of ran out of time and, you know, whatever. So, we're recording this one last. So, I, th- I think maybe the indie burnout of, of discussing is maybe getting to me. Let's get to these fucking numbers. Uh, Chris Skull came out 2008. Runtime, 122 minutes. So, just the nut hair over fucking two hours. Budget, $185 million. Ooh. Huge increase. Uh, double Whoa. that for marketing. So what is that? Fucking a lot. Ah shit! I'm gonna fucking do the math because it's gonna piss me off not to. One seventy three, three hundred seventy million dollars is the combined total. Yeah. Uh, box good. office seven hundred ninety point seven million. This movie made three quarters of a billion dollars. This movie was huge. Yeah. And. All in all, it, it was very hated when it came out. Well, let me ask you this. We kind of talked about the history with these. Did you see this in theaters? I did. It was my first Indiana Jones movie in theaters. I will be honest with you. I didn't. You didn't see this one in theaters? Did you I see did any of the original trilogy in I theaters? I did not. I'm really? not that old. 89? How old were you in 89? Oh, 89 I could have, but no, we didn't. I was... I was a poor child. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Crystal Skull is, like I mentioned with uh, Raiders, my mom loved these movies and had me watch them. Took me to see Crystal Skull, and uh, I remember hearing booze <laughs> in the audience. A lot of, like, sighs. I, in re-watching this film, I don't think it's as bad as we've all played it up to be. I will agree there. I don't think this is a great film by any means, but it's it's not the worst fucking movie ever made. Does it have issues? Fuck yeah, it does. The CGI is... It, it's not great, and it's made even worse by the fact that... This is Steven Spielberg. This is the guy who brought CGI to its pioneer level with Jurassic Park in 1993. 15 years before this movie came out. And it looks better in 93. Yeah! (laughs) Like, this guy understood how to shoot it back then. So, why are we fucking with... And this is also post-prequel era of Star Wars. Why are we fucking with the green and blue screens? Like, what what part of that did anybody think was okay along the way? I I don't know. Well, did, did the alien thing bother you? 
I know a lot of people are like, fucking aliens, it's so dumb. Did that bother you? Uh, to me, this film is a real fucking mixed bag. Like, That's a mess. It's got a lot of issues. All right, but me, you, you asked me point blank, yes, it did. You think the aliens is an issue? I do. Really? I absolutely do. I thought it was so fucking smart. I love the alien aspect. Oh, my God. It's 1950s. You're doing Indiana Jones. It hit on the topic of Roswell. You, they should have done more with the alien part, honestly, I think. But they tie it into Aztec lore. Okay, no, 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 no. What you are saying, I will agree with. The whole Roswell thing. Brilliant. Love that. The, uh... The uh, crystal skull and the whole mythology around that real item, by the way. Love all of that. That is brilliant. Um, the ending can suck a dick. Where I it's just fucking gone. hate that. What about the ending specifically? The giant UFO that destroys everything and then it's just boop. It's just like go fuck okay. yourself. Okay, so uh, Lucas, well, you've been leading the charge on these facts. Lucas brought. Aliens to Spielberg. Yeah. Repeatedly, for Spielberg to keep going, I don't want to do Aliens again. I did E.T. I did yeah. Close Encounters. I don't want to do Aliens again. So Lucas came back and was like, okay, okay, hear me out. Interdimensional beings. <laughs> and and, Luke, and Spielberg went, whatever. Just shut the fuck up. Fine. Fine. Let's whatever. just do it. And I feel like that attitude permeates the entire film. This well, movie is so lazy. Like, Frank Darabont wrote a good script from my understanding. I haven't got the chance to read it yet. I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic. You poser. I'm a slow reader. I'm, slow reader. <laughs> I'm dyslexic as fuck. Give me a break. But uh, from my understanding and the breakdowns I've read and everything, that script was real good. And everyone loved it, except Lucas, who was like, nah, we need more aliens. I think there should have been more mystery of the alien itself like why alien not not so much like it, it's so obvious from the start it's aliens like you see the alien corpse in the start yeah so it's just I don't know it plays on this like whoa what is this big skull whoa what's what's with all these big headed giant beings and all these Aztec paintings whoa for the, at the end they're like oh my god it's beings from another world like yeah no shit like it just it, it's such a lazy movie and well, I feel like that from the production standpoint like uh, and I even feel like Harrison Ford was not committed to this one because I've mentioned it in all of these episodes I can talk about all of them freely without having to worry about any yeah. spoilers I, I feel that uh, normally the puzzle solving is so much like getting down and dirty and figuring it out where in this film it's just Indy walking in the room going oh hey there it is <laughs> oh yeah, that goes over there. Oh, we gotta get through this door. Okay, yeah, alright, we're through. Cool. Like, they just fucking, just, it just goes. And it's just, it's so annoyingly lazy. I thought Harrison Ford was still good in this. It, it's not Harrison his Ford best. is always charming, though. It's not his best, but I still thought he was good in this. Like, I remember watching this, and I, we were both writing it. We were talking about it before. Going into it, I was watching it and pleasantly surprised. An hour in, I'm messaging you like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I, my memory is so wrong. You know? <laughs> and then the next, what, hour happens and I'm just like, well, you know. <laughs> I It's the only one I didn't watch with my significant other. 
and it, because I remembered it so poorly, I was like, I'm not gonna make her sit through this because it's already sometimes a chore to try and make her sit through films that are good. <laughs> I'm not gonna taint that with a bad movie. Gotcha. For her to be like, no, you show me that bad. I'm not gonna sit through this with you. So I, I, I let her skip this one. I got a half hour into it, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should stop this and save it for her. And I thought, like, right? you know what? I already had to, like, kind of fight to get her to watch Crusade and Temple of Doom with me. I'm not going to force her. Let me finish this, and then I'll tell her, you know, it wasn't as bad. And then I finished it, and I was like, you know what? It's probably good I didn't make you watch this one. Agreed. Now, you brought up the aliens, and I want to talk about why I think ending sucks because with the film it doesn't feel right that it all ends that way like I'm on board with the aliens and all that clear up until they all merge all the crystal skeletons merge into this one living alien that like I've just assumed that it was always one alien and in whatever happened to it, it split its bodies up into several forms. The 13 around the room. I, the movie needs a lot more explanation for what it is. They should have leaned more into the alien less into the myth of it. I think it needed to be more of a Roswell, Red Scare scenario. I, uh, that's where you kind of start to lose me and then the fact that the whole temple is uh, interdimensional spacecraft and the alien is now alive and well and just gonna whoop off to his own thing. Whereas if they had left it that this was a dead thing and bringing the skull back allowed its remains to return home, whatever, you know, mystical way, and then the temple just collapses, I would have been a lot more okay with that. Well, here's the confusing thing about that, right? Okay, so say even it is actually only one creature and it's been split up or whatever, they have a, a, a dead one in Roswell or in... In the desert somewhere, out in that facility. Yeah. They have a dead one. They have its corpse. Indy inspected it ten years earlier. Mm -hmm. So, like, is it skull all crystal? Like, did they not dissect this thing? Did they just, like, yeah, that's a corpse, and slap it in a bag? Like, I, I don't know. It's just kind of confusing if you think about it too hard. And I, if you're introducing aliens, I want to think about it. Well, here's the thing. I do remember... Um, the, the Russian scientists saying that, you know, they've captured them too and not all of them have crystal skeletons. Okay, whatever. So like, Seems like a lazy excuse. But what are these then? Are they, is, is the one at the end like the elite leader I, or something? I like, don't know. I it, don't care. It's just getting, it gets too <laughs> convoluted and it's like, why why is this not tightened up so much? Like, but we're, we're talking about the writing and let me defend one of the most commonly hated aspects of writing. The fridge. I, you know, it's just one of those dumb adventure tropes. I, I, I shouldn't even say tropes. Just one of those things. It's like, whatever, sure. Yeah, he survived in the fridge. Well, I can let that slide. I don't care. But you, you bring up Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and that is one of the most hated things. And people are like, that's where it jumped the shark. It's like, did you watch Temple of Fucking Doom where he jumped out of a plane with an inflatable raft <laughs> yeah. that saved him? They rode down a fucking mountain. Flew off another cliff 
into a river and they're all perfectly fine, you, you forget that. This is in line. This mm-hmm. is perfectly fine. This is indie shit. I'm yeah. okay with that. Well, it is weird because in the same film, they go off like three waterfalls yeah. in, in a fucking vehicle, like in a fucking Jeep. Yeah. That's, you're not safe. <laughs> like, like, you're getting fucked up in that, but everybody's fine. Yeah, that also, was a bit much. I've seen a lot of hate for The film opens on a CGI gopher coming out of the ground. And people were like, oh my god, this fuck, ew. And I just thought, like, honestly, it didn't look that bad to me. But I'm okay with it's it. It's like, who cares? Well, you know, right after that, we get some great fucking cinematography. Great, great direction. It's got Spielberg. It's got good moments, but it just feels like they got lazy. And it bothers me, because it's like, this is... I think this might be Spielberg's worst film. Of all of his films that I've seen, I think it's his worst. I... Maybe Lost World. Now that I think say that no, out. No, but it, we we've already reviewed his worst film. What film is that? Oh fuck you! <laughs> uh, but I'm glad you brought up the Fablemans. Uh, and, and rewatching this after the Fablemans, uh, I think maybe uh, uh, Spielberg hasn't, at least by 2008, hadn't worked out all of his mommy issues yet with uh, his antagonist having like the exact same haircut as. His mother, oh, yeah. the whole Bob cut thing. Oh, I got mean, going that was kind of of the period. I don't know. It was a pretty one to one. Like I don't know. I try not think about the Fablemans. That was a terrible. Movie. Agree to disagree. I but, will watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull every day if I never have to see that film again. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, I mean, what else is there to talk about with this? I feel like we've kind of discussed. I feel like that's another abrupt ending. Like, uh, let's talk about Bob. I think the character was a little over the top. Um, I didn't care about how he dressed. I didn't care that it was Shia LaBeouf. I just thought, like, we're, we're doing the the teen angst a bit much. But again, you're saying 1950s sci-fi. That was also Rebel Without a Cause and all the films like that. Well, I mean, they even have a greasers versus jocks moment yeah. in, in the thing. and. I was fine with that. It's just the, like... I don't know. I, I feel like Shia LaBeouf was over the top with it. Like, I think Shia LaBeouf is a competent actor. I think he was doing it a little much. I liked him. I Like, this film worked so well for me for the first hour. And then they get to the jungle, and it all falls apart. It got so fucking... That, I think that's where I really felt it got lazy. Like, when they first... When... Uh, Indy and Mutt first get to the first section and the oh the the temple where they get the, the skull like they just walk in and the skull's just there I like there. that I that thought, worked I, I thought it's fine because John Hurt's character put it back whatever Ox put yeah, it back yeah, yeah. so it's it's fine that it's just there I have an issue with the fact that that's where the well we gotta figure this out oh, okay yeah we're done hey we gotta go hey, we, 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 we got it like the the laziness kicks in there because uh, everything leading up to that, I enjoyed. That even worked for me. I thought that adventure was good. Seeing, you know, Mutt seeing that his dad is actually a badass and really good at what he does. I liked all of that. Once we get the Russians in the jungle, it all turns to shit. Well, the, the fucking, the quicksand, awful. I thought that whole and I, I chuckled at the snake. Everything felt so rushed, though. Like The swinging with the monkeys. I I fucking hate that. It's it's, it's, so it's lame, but I don't think it's terrible. 
It's just kind of like pretty. This terrible. is like lame, but like when they get in the quicksand, it's only just after he reunites with Marion and realizes, like, oh, this is your mom, and like she's seen Indy for five minutes. They make a break, get in quicksand, and she goes, oh hey, what's your son? Like just where did that come from? We don't get a hey, how are you? <laughs> like what you been up to? I've been raising your kids. Like not even anything tongue and cheek. She's just like he's your son. And it, everything just feels so rushed. Like, they're just trying to hurry up and get to the end. Uh, I blame George Lucas. <laughs> I I just don't think... Frank Darabont had no mutt. Marion was much closer from all reports where their first encounter is, again, her punching Indy in the face. Okay. Like... That's definitely... She shouldn't have been, like, swooning for him the entire film well, like okay. she is. She her, definitely should have been a lot more antagonistic to him. Her character can all be summed up with one problematic scene. After the third waterfall, Indy, like typical Indy's walking out of the water all heroic, she's sitting on the shore still holding the steering wheel laughing. Like she's crazy or something. It's like, what is this? This yeah. is this is not what an Indiana Jones film is. Right. That tone did not work. It just it was like I think it's just a lazy moment. I think Spielberg was just kinda winging it but not in a good way. He's just like, Yeah, let's see what just works today and move on. Yeah, I don't feel his heart was in it. Yeah, exactly. I think it was just like a, fine, let's just do this and get it over with kind of I thing. I think the only one that kind of put some heart in it was uh, Harrison Ford. I don't know. Even he at times was like, he's really kind of phoning this in. I, He's still great. I, even Shia LaBeouf for, you know, the first half was real good. Once he's swinging with monkeys for, for nonsense does not work. And then his character turn of like... Hi, Dad. I, I, I think when they're work. in the CGI blue screen, green screen scenes, I think that's when a lot of these actors went like, "Oh, okay, fucking whatever." Like, I think that's where they gave up. Well, like that Shia LaBeouf famously spoke out about the film about how he did poorly with that, and he blames himself, and then everyone else is like, "Oh, fuck you, Shia LaBeouf!" And it's how like, "Dare you?" Like Spielberg won't even talk to him anymore. He yeah. broke that relationship. Harrison Ford says he's a fucking idiot. It's yeah. like, I feel like you should be able to acknowledge if you did a bad job. Like, if you can yeah. acknowledge that, you're acknowledging that, like, you're you're growing as an actor. You understood what you did wrong and moving on. I, the I don't only think thing I would say is probably not in the initial release. No, that was, I think it should have been, like, months later, he's like, yeah, that probably, I, I probably could have done that better. I don't, yeah, I, I think that was... Yeah, but you gotta imagine, he's in a green room... You know, on, on a fucking safety harness just hanging there. Like, okay, so I'm supposed to imagine I'm in a jungle and a bunch of little monkeys are swinging and I'm going to start swinging. <laughs> and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? They should have just cut that. It's so illogical. And there's no why. What point did that serve? How did that... Because the whole point of this film is trying to recapture the nostalgic magic that we had with that original trilogy while setting up a future with Shia LaBeouf's Henry... Jones Jr. Okay. Jr. So here's another issue. Henry Jones III, right? Yeah. How did... Because Marion sends Shia LaBeouf's character Mutt to go get Indy. Yes. Right? How does he not know Indy is his father? He went and found Dr. Jones. He went and found Dr. Henry Jones Jr. <laughs> does he not know his own fucking name? He's Henry Jones the third. <laughs> Who did he th- And his well, mom knows this guy pretty well. well. No, no, no. He says he thought his dad was the fighter pilot that died. His name is Henry Jones the third. 
He knows that man's name is Colin. The pilot's name was fucking Colin. Because then in, <laughs> in that moment, Andy goes, I introduced you to Colin. <laughs> His name is Henry Jones III. It's so dumb. You were talking about bad writing. How does he not know this man he went to go get is his father? <laughs> like, I'm, I'll excuse Indy not knowing he has a son and that this guy is his son. Fine, whatever, because he's been calling him Mutt this whole time. <laughs> How does he not know who his father is? Why would you... If, if your name was Henry Jones III, why would you think a man named Colin was your father? Okay. I can't... <laughs> I got that, that we gotta end it up. Oh, shit. <laughs> Two and a half. Um, uh, I was at a three, but that <laughs> I so think dumb. I gotta agree with you. Two and a half. How did he not know that? <laughs> <laughs> That's like me being. It's like your name being John Rhodes Jr. coming to find me and be like, "Oh, come on, old man." And then finding out after adventures of, like, what, a week-long adventure yeah. with me that... He traveled literally to another hemisphere. He traveled to South America. I think it wasn't until, like, they had the very adventures. end, almost, that he finds out that it's his father. Like, they're in the fucking truck together. Yeah. They've already went to several temples and got captured. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> you gotta imagine, they went through some kind of passport check-in... Where the guy said Henry Jones and checked his book that Henry Jones Jr. Where Child Buffs Henry Jones III went, well, that's weird. Huh. <laughs> Wait, what did he say your name is? I thought it was Indiana. That's <laughs> so dumb. Like, uh, well, he, that, that he, is the only defense is maybe he thought his name was Indiana Jones. But he was looking for a Dr. Henry Jones. Fuck, you're right. He wasn't looking for an indie. He wasn't looking for Indiana Jones. He was looking for... Dr. Jones. Dr. Are you Dr. Henry Jones? Fuck, you're right. It's Two and a half. so dumb. It's lazy. This movie's so lazy. They're just like... Eh, God they won't damn you, George it. Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas, while he has fun ideas at times, is arguably one of the worst creatives there is out there. I hate that people are pushing so hard for him to have control of Star Wars games. Oh my god! His original New Hope was so bad that test screenings went horribly. They had to bring in people to recut the entire thing and somehow made a masterpiece out of it. But A New Hope essentially isn't even George Lucas's movie anymore. The way the editors had to come in and fix it. Well, think about it. We have worked our way through talking about his ideas and... I didn't even discuss his ideas, the multitude of stupid-ass ideas he had for this. But each and every single time, they came up with a good film because somebody said no. no. Yeah. And, and then they were able to work together, come up with a good idea, hire writers to smooth that out. Whereas this one, he wasn't told no. He finally no. got his Spielberg way. Spielberg finally went, fine, whatever. They got a, a legitimate good writer. Frank Darabont, I think, is a very good writer. And then Lucas is like, nah, we can do better. And we get a script that introduces a character that is Henry Jones III. Yeah. You know, son of Colin. Yeah, that doesn't figure out that Indiana Dr. Henry Jones Jr. This is, is his dead. father... For like 120 pages in the script. 
Like, I'm sure when Lucas was writing that up, he's like, oh, this will be a fucking cool reveal. <laughs> His name is Henry Jones III. And you know, well, Steven it's... Spielberg was probably sitting there like, what? Because uh, well, just... the reveal is, is when Indy finds out. They're in the quicksand, and she goes, you know, what's not his real name? His name is Henry Jones the Third. That's true. And that and then he's like, but me? Huh? Me? Like, but but in that moment, and rewatching, I never thought about it as a kid. And rewatching, I was like, so did Mutt just not know his own name? Like, because then I was like, okay, weird. Maybe maybe Mutt knew and just isn't saying anything. And then they get to the truck scene where he's like, no, no, my dad's name was Colin. I was like, why would you think that? Why? Henry what the Jones fuck? the third, but my dad's name was Colin. What part of that was like, yeah, that checks out. It's so dumb. I hate it. Two. Actually, you know what? I, I, I'm, now I'm pissed off. Two. I'm thinking about two and a half. Two. <laughs> so dumb. All right, all right. Before we go, this is our final one. How would you rank the Indiana Jones trilogy? Uh, the trilogy or, the, or the, all five? The franchise. The now franchise. that, because we talked five at the start. Yeah, the franchise. Um, best to worst, it's Last Crusade, Raiders, Temple of Doom, somehow in, like, eighth place, uh... Dial of Destiny, and in ninth place, it's you know what? In fifteenth place is Crystal Skull. But <laughs> just the five, it's quite a few young adventures of the Indiana Jones or whatever. You know, it has to be at least Harrison Ford it shows up in a cool beard in some of it. <laughs> you know that one episode of Dracula wasn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Raiders, or sorry, Crusade, Raiders, Temple, Dial skull okay um i'm gonna agree partially with you crusade for me is number one number two is the lost ark obviously raiders of the lost ark okay. it's great it's classic number three coming in at a surprise is dial of destiny you thought that was better than temple of doom i do absolutely wow, okay uh coming up next here's the real shocker it's not it's temple of doom and then obviously and dead last is the laughably Poorly written George Lucas love fest, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I can't believe you know. I, I didn't talk about it when we were talking Temple. I think the line of Indy and his torn shirt and everything in the middle of the bridge with the sword up, where he goes, "Hey, Kali, or prepare to meet Kali in hell," and then chops at it. I think that's just so much fun. I'm like, yeah, I can see why people love this. I can see why this is a favorite for people. I I can see it. I know there are friends out there that absolutely adore it and it is their favorite and I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because it's darker, it's more horror oriented and good for you is not what I want in an indie film. You've arrived at your destination. 